Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Taylor, joined by Josh Brown. Hello, Scott. And Rich Hudson. Hello. Gathering together as the COD trifecta, the three of us have been diving into the latest Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, and I just thought we'd break down every possible facet of it. There's obviously campaign, multiplayer, and zombies, um, alongside some stuff that we're going to get into in regards to the way the game's been developed. Um, a lot of, you know, a lot of conversations going doing the rounds at the minute as to um, not necessarily cut content, but maybe a reduced production um, overall. Um, so I'll just kind of cast that out. Josh, what's your overall impressions of this year's COD? I'm mostly positive, but I do have a lot of reservations, which I'm going to get into, but I've been having fun. To be honest with you, boys, I'm going to have to rely on you both for um, campaign and zombies impressions, because I've just been absolutely hammering the well, multiplayer. The and... What else are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so, well, we'll get to that. I've been indulging in Call of Duty much more as of late, but I've, um, it, it, initially it was like incredibly jarring, even though I played the alpha and I played the beta. Um, I thought it was, it took a lot of learning and relearning stuff that I discarded after moving to last year's Modern Warfare, which obviously was this big overhaul. So I've mm. kind of had to reconnect with those classic COD mentalities and kind of re-embrace um, the Treyarch kind of faster-paced, more arcadey style. But I'm having a lot of fun. And like the more I play and the more I get used to the maps, the more I get used to the new systems, the more fun I am having. But I do have some reservations. Okay, well, uh, we'll go back and forth. Rich, what's your thoughts as a, as a veteran COD man? Honestly, I am, I'm pleasantly surprised with, uh, with this year's. I played the beta when it was open on PC, and I did not like it in the slightest. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and that's probably more so down to the fact that it's multiplayer, which isn't really why I play COD, which sounds probably, oh, I'm probably very much the minority here. Um, but after picking it up, uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed my time with it. Now, I'm the complete inverse of Josh. I need Josh to tell me about multiplayer because since getting <laughs> the game, I have put a whole 11 minutes into the multiplayer <laughs> mode. Did you get a kill? I got 19 kills. That's yes, like my, uh, my KD's like 0.7 because I was getting my <laughs> ass handed to me. Um, but I, I've played through the campaign and finished it and I've put like 18 hours into zombies. Nice. So... That's where my money's been. And honestly, oh, I have very, very much enjoyed my time with it. Josh, you've so been out, it out there. It has been out one weekend and you've played 18 hours of zombies and the campaign. Outrageous. I know. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what I do with my life other than just <laughs> shut myself in my room and ignore my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think for like the thing that sort of struck, struck me across the alpha and the beta is the fact that they it's an older engine that they've used, but it's not the same one from last year. It's sort of Treyarch have brought an older engine in and try to speed it up and try and bring it up to speed with last year's one. And for me, like, I, I think last year's uh, COD is like the best one. I just, that's the most I've loved one since Modern Warfare 2. And I just, 
I love the, the speed of it, the, the, the perfect combo of sort of you can mount your weapons on the corners, you can also do the slides and everything. And everything that they brought in, I thought it just it rounded the package out in a way that I didn't realize I was missing. Um, and so like for me, I, I really like Black Ops, but I don't, it doesn't have the same expediency as last year's one. It doesn't have the same sense of flow. And it's the most minuscule thing to like try and pass out. You have to play them next to each other, which I did. I'm still playing Modern Warfare a lot. So when I went from one to the other, um, with Black Ops, I don't know, like, do you guys feel the same way? Do you have any preference between this year's and last year's in terms of like core feel of the way that the guns feel and everything? For me, I, oh, sorry, Rich, go on. As I said, that was my main criticism of the, uh, the beta. Mm. I thought that you could tell that it was running on Black Ops 4's engine, uh, or at least a, a, a derivative of it. Like apparently, I remember reading somewhere that apparently they went for an engine that existed between Black Ops 3 and 4, because uh, yeah. Blops 3 uh, arguably is, for, for zombies at least, is probably the best one. Multiplayer campaign, not so much. But engine-wise, it plays incredibly well on Black Ops 3, and Black Ops 4 felt awful. Mm -hmm. Like, as much as when I reviewed it, when we when it came out, 2017, 2018? Yeah. Um, oh my God, 2018. 20, 2018, World War II, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I reviewed it okay, and then I like played more of it and gone, actually, I hate this. Right. And then <laughs> I thought the Cold War beta felt like they'd taken the, the NAF engine of Black Ops 4, and they tried to pump in that modern warfare feel with the gunsmith and the uh, much more elaborate and sort of big, louder animations for the weapon kick and the reloads and stuff. And it just felt really hollow. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the reasons why I disliked it so much. Coming into it on release, it does feel a lot better. Maybe it's because I'm more in my element playing zombies, but it still mm -hmm. felt like that in the multiplayer that it did, it did feel a little bit better, but it has still not matched Modern mm -hmm. Warfare, because I agree with you, Scott. This is the, the Modern Warfare was the first COD that I genuinely like. Oh my god, this is incredible! Since probably Black Ops One. Yeah, actually, yeah, Black oh. Ops probably was the last time I said Modern Warfare because it was so up there. Modern the, well, I mean, th those two games back to back were like the pinnacle of the series, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's been hard to top it. Yeah, Josh, what's your thoughts on the way it handles? Um, um, more or less the same as you two, to be honest. I I went into the beta and the alpha like really disliking it after playing loads of Warzone and loads of Modern Warfare, like really not being on board. And like Rich said, they did make a lot of changes and they have got it to a standard where I'm having a lot of fun. I think it feels really tactile, really kinetic, like really much more fluid than it was. But the issue I have with it is I think it's pretty good. It's a pretty good COD game, but it's not a good COD game in the shadow of Modern Warfare because right. every single thing that I quite like about Cold War, like the gunsmith or like the heavier weight of the guns and the heavier sounds, like like Rich said, they do feel like pale imitations of what we had last year in a lot of ways, like a step back and it doesn't mm -hmm. quite reach those same levels, which is which is a shame because at the I think it's kind of like having this identity crisis. Like it's not all in like classic Black Ops. It's not going back to the Treyarch style and sort of sticking with those good sounds of that good handling. But it's also not fully committing to the new Modern Warfare engine. So it's kind of in the middle. And mm. at the moment, at least from the reception that I've seen on Reddit and stuff, it doesn't quite seem to be pleasing fans of either side, which. Which is a shame because it is kind of, to me, it feels like this half step, this half measure between what a full next gen Black Ops should be. And I think the biggest sort of drawback I have for it is that for me, even though this is the next gen COD, Modern Warfare still feels more next gen than it. It feels bigger <laughs> in scale. It feels more yeah. fluid. It, for me, visually, I think Modern Warfare looks better, even though I think this has a better art style in like the two are different, but mm. like it's, it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound like I'm really critical in this video, despite having fun, just because I do think it suffers by coming after something that for me was so 
polished in a lot of, it's at also, least in mechanical terms. Like the whole thing with Modern Warfare and all the conversations that went into this year's one, especially like, you know, we were like sort of middling to like sour or whatever on the beta and the alpha. And then the, the overall conversation is, did we need this year's card? And we talked about this in, you know, past podcasts and the news and stuff. And it's like, they've been trying to push for a games as a service model, but they're still doing annual releases. And games as a service cancels out the need for an annual release if your thing is still going strong, which obviously they've supported Modern Warfare. So now they just they have this weird, they're in this weird spot where Modern Warfare is still completely recommendable and still played by so many people, but they want you to, you know, fork out 70 pounds, whatever it's going to be for the next, you know, unit sale of the next installment of COD, but you arguably don't actually need it. Um, yeah, Rich, what do you think of the, the way they've kind of tried to try to have their cake and sell it to you as well? <laughs> I agree. Like, I mean, yeah, as you said, we, we, we talked about the fact that we didn't think they needed to make a COD this year because Modern Warfare is, is so good. Mm. They can just keep it running. And I mean, there is a lot about um, Cold War that, that screams Modern Warfare down to just, even just the main menu. It's literally yeah. just Modern Warfare's main menu, just in the Black Ops style. The all of the, not so much the HUD, but the, you know, the majority of the menus and, you know, the gunsmith and stuff like that, the leveling, the, the, the weapon rankings and stuff in zombies is like straight out of Warzone. Mm. So it's like, there's so much of Modern Warfare's DNA in there. It, it does feel like they could have just released a new campaign, a different like slant on the multiplayer, and then just added the zombies mode into Modern Warfare and just called it, I don't know, Call of Duty. Yeah, call it Black Ops Cold War, but it just be within this new Call of Duty wrapper. Yeah. Because yeah. like when you when you play uh, Warzone off the, I'm assuming it's the same for you guys on on PlayStation mm-hmm. or Xbox. I think I'm assuming you're both on PlayStation for this. Whenever you launch Warzone out of Black Ops Cold War menu, it will just put you into Warzone. Yeah, I, yeah. I literally can't play Warzone on my PC because I don't have it installed anymore. So oh, okay. if I if I try and boot Warzone, it's like you need to install Warzone. That's another seventy gig, please. So, <laughs> uh, which I'll probably get to once I actually add the Cold War stuff into Warzone. Mm-hmm. But it's like yeah. it's, it's the fact you've literally been shipped. You've still been shipped your three modes and Warzone does sit in its own uh, sort of way and that's become the games of service thing. But Mm -hmm. it it doesn't mean that the rest of it is necessary, that we needed a new campaign, we needed a new multiplayer, we needed more zombies. Of course, Mm -hmm. we needed more zombies, but like (laughs) they didn't necessarily need to like um, do a full game. They could have just kept Warzone and kept multiplayer going. And yeah, and they could have like plugged some stuff into the you know the games as a service thing like it was last year. I think that w- I mean that would have made more consumer sense. It's just that obviously you've got a console turnaround. They want a new Call of Duty. They're not going to break their you know annual streak that they've had for however long it is 13, 14 years, whatever it is. Um, but we should talk about um, some specific modes. Uh, let's talk let's talk about zombies because I haven't played Call of Duty zombies. I think both of you guys have way more than me, especially Mister Rich. Um, loving the zombies. What's the, this one? Is a good one. Again, I am so surprised because Black Ops Four drop the ball in so many regards for mm. zombies um obviously eventually, other eventually it was just like they were, they were always talking about modes that were coming or additions or whatever and i just remember the general conversation around it just being so kind of half-baked yeah the 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 direction the zombies went is they tried to include a new story for black ops 4 um, because they knew that you know we've done we've done four games with one set of characters in one uniform not one mm. universe but one storyline uh, and people are like, it, the barrier for entry is like so high for zombies. They're like, hey, we're going to start again and do something fresh. And they get kind of tripped up as it left the starting line. And then the first DLC map just, just complete. <laughs> it was complete crap. It's one of the no. worst zombies maps that Treyarch have ever made. Um, and it kind of, it sort of got back on its feet when it went, okay, we're going to ignore that story. I'm going to go back to the one that we were in. And we're going to finish that one off for the second time and kind of negate 
the first time we finished it in Black Ops 3, it's like, right, yeah. okay, cool. But then they've gone, right, we, okay, forget about the Chaos Story, I'm going back to Ether. It's set after the events of Black Ops 4. But everything just felt cheap. The, you could tell that obviously Black Ops 4 had a, had a, had a very um, turbulent development, as we all talked about on podcasts past. Um, <laughs> and you could tell that from Zombies, the fact that every single map was a remake of an right. old map just shoehorned into the story somehow mm. to just because they just had the maps lying around might as well use them again uh ever they kind of went hey we can play on play up on fan service but it didn't work but it feels so, like this year they've but, like what have they done this year that's like really turned it around so this year they've really um they've turned they changed zombies again like black ops 3 was the last time zombies was as it was before like what you guys must have played in world of war black ops 1 and black ops 2 yes. the zombies and black, and black ops 3 zombies barely changed because it didn't need to Black Ops 4 came along and because of Blackout being shoehorned in, the entire engine got rehauled and zombies suffered because of it, because the whole mechanic, although all the mechanics changed and it was awful. And then Cold War's come along and they've gone, right, okay, it's not going back to Black Ops 3. It's kind of like a hybrid between Black Ops 3 and Black Ops 4. So me personally, like when you read it all on paper, it was like, oh, I'm not sure about whether this is going to be any good. Mm. And when you first load into uh, D-Machine, which is the one map the game launched with, and I'm happy for that because Black Ops 4 launched with four, which right. does sound good, then you realize mm. only two of them are any good. Um, mm. they've, they've, re, they've, they've reinvented zombies basically. And I'm not saying that as like a, a PR, like, hey, we've reinvented it, make it sound cool. They've <laughs> genuinely done something different, but it still feels like zombies. It's a lot more grindy, mm. which I, apparently the multiplayer is as well from what I've heard from you guys already. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot more grindy. It, it is harder. And if you're going in with just pure like Black World of Water Black Ops 3 mindset, you'll be so much in the dark. And mm. to be honest, I don't mind that. Because it is something new. It, like Black Ops 4 just felt like a misstep. This actually does feel like a step, not necessarily forwards, but in a new direction. And as said, I've put like 20 hours of it, just zombies over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Same one map over and over again. We get to round 36. <laughs> we get mm -hmm. an exfil. The, the chopper comes and picks us up because yes, you can end the zombies games now without just dying. It's, okay. really, it's really hard. They throw like so much at you to make sure you don't escape with mm -hmm. your lives. You know, we do that finish round 36. We've done like an hour and a half, two hours of zombies. And we literally just go, should we go again? And we just do it again. <laughs> so without going into too many like super specifics, zombies is, is fantastic. They've, okay. I mean, after, I after the misstep in Black Ops 4, they have really pulled it back. Because I have, like, Josh, you, I think you played more zombies in the past than me. Like, I know you haven't touched this one that much, but like as a, as a mode, you're pretty psyched to check it out. You have been in the past. Like, I haven't played zombies since World at War. Yeah, Ooh, I mean, like, I God. Um, Come on! <laughs> it's just not my thing. If it was vampires, I'd be into it. I don't care. About don't. No, no, they put literally that map I mentioned earlier about the about the, the chaos storyline falling off. That map had vampires in it. It was absolutely. It? Okay. There, well, was, there were vampires and werewolves in a big spooky house. You had Brian Blessed, <laughs> Charles Dance, Helena Bonham Carter, and Kiefer Sutherland as your four playable characters, and they ballsed it up. How? <laughs> Everything you just said sounds absolutely. It sounds so incredible. good, and the map is terrible. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I've never um, like properly got into it as much as Rich, obviously, who is the biggest super fan that I know. But um, I'm really looking forward to trying this one out just because of the reception that it's got. And, um, you know, like I said, over this past year, year and a half, I've just gotten back into COD to the point where I feel like I need to properly try it, like get a squad mm -hmm. together, properly jump in and just see everything it has to offer. Like, I, I don't know what's changed, but for a long time, 
probably for the most of this generation, like COD to me just became like a disposable weekend and that was fine, but I never felt like invested. Nothing resonated with me until um, Modern Warfare and now Cold War. Like I'm feeling back into this fandom again. I'm feeling back into these modes and I want to commit to the grind, even if that grind is um, incredible, an uphill battle, (laughs) let's put it that way, at least in the multiplayer. Like Rich said there, I feel like this is a common element sort of across the board because... When I was playing MP, like, everything's good, everything's fun, I'm having a nice time, but leveling up weapons, leveling up my character, unlocking stuff that should be essential is taking a long time, and I wonder whether that is a kind of, comes from the lack of content. I know you said, Rich, that one zombies map is, you know, probably perfect for you because it means that is tweaked It's been refined, yeah. Yeah, it's been refined, but in terms of the multiplayer maps anyway, I don't think that refinement is is quite there yet and a lot of them i mean i think i messaged scott on the first day it came out just gut punch reaction saying i think these might be the worst con maps i've ever played or something like that <laughs> i don't necessarily think that now but a lot of them do not hit that triac bar that i got from world at war to i'd say black ops 3 because they, for me they did fall off a bit of black ops 4. they also like repeat a ton like you feel i feel like yeah. you you feel like you've seen everything the game has to offer in just a couple of hours which i didn't have with modern warfare and like one thing that comes from all of this is you know we sort of touched on the idea of the development woes beforehand and i know that they had a whole thing where um who were the original devs for this one so sledgehammer and right. raven who yeah. were going to be doing it together and right. then there was a spat between the two and then Activision swooped in, kicked Sledgehammer down to being purely support, kept Raven on the top, on the second billing and then just put Triarch at the top. Right. So it sort of got a little bit, like you said, like sort of like plastered together to get it over the finish line. And mm. I think it, that makes me think that they've elongated the grind for the sake of trying to make you rerun stuff like for longer. Obviously it's, it's going to by de facto make you run things for longer, but to try and hide the idea that there's not as much here because you are, you're going to have to grind a less amount of stuff out. So that like, you know, the amount of money, it's not like the price has gone down because it's less uh, content. It, we're still going to be, you know, playing it week in, week out, month in, month out. And I think that maybe they've just elong- elongated the grind in zombies, in multiplayer, um, to try and sort of get across that whole, well, you know, you got your money's worth. You still played it for months. You still played it with yeah. your friends. Um, even though there is like a pretty obvious elongation of the unlock process, especially uh, when it comes to on- online multiplayer, like weapon-specific XP. Yeah. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The most annoying thing to me about that isn't even necessarily that it takes a long time. Like, fair enough, maybe that's what you want to implement to keep people there. It, the issue is, at least in multiplayer, is that the things that I'm grinding for, I've already seen in either other Call of Duty games, although they're not that exciting. Like, you right. spend hours and hours to get the next round of perks, but the next round of perks are the exact same perks that we've had in Black Ops games of yore and stuff like that. And for a lot of people who are returning to this franchise are probably, like, absolutely buzzing for that. People who want this to be that direct sequel to Black Ops 1 to re-experience those classic perks, that classic boots-on-the-ground combat, those guns. Like, I'm sure that's what they're for, but having spent so much time in this fandom, like, I don't want to spend all this time to unlock another MP5 or another <laughs> um, version of the Bison and stuff like that. All of these guns, like we literally had them last year, which kind of sucks, and it's like, mm. what else is new? For better or worse, I do think this is kind of a like Call of Duty greatest hits like album, more or less. Like It's giving you mm. everything that you want as a fan. It's got the iconic weapons, it's got the iconic characters back. It's got a great version of zombies. It's got this campaign that directly ties into the first Black Ops. Mm-hmm. It's got all of the um, kill streaks. It's got all of the <laughs> whoa. It's got all of the kill streaks. It's got all of the um, <laughs> perks and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And it uh, doesn't bring much new to the table, but it gives you a classic COD romp for better or worse. Like I said, what was what was that? What's the thing that you know? <laughs> so I finished the campaign. Yes. Obviously, Black Ops One is in my opinion, the best COD ever made. Modern Warfare is very high up, as in COD 4, Modern Warfare 2, like that era. Like, they are high up, but for me personally, Black Ops yeah. 1 is, like, way up there. Mm-hmm. So the idea that this is a direct sequel, like, it didn't get me as excited because I know that it's not Treyarch built from the ground up. And yeah. the campaign does feel like that. It's set, in the, it's set in the 80s, so, you know, height of the Cold War, lots of Vietnam stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it does, it kind of fits... And, you know, you've got Mason in it, you've got Woods in it, you've got Hudson in it, and technically, and Weaver, you know, the guy with the eye patch from yeah, Black Ops yeah. 1, he's in Zombies. He's not even a guy in Zombies now, so it, it sort of ties all into the campaign universe as well, which is super cool. But it, the, the ties to Black Ops 1 are very minor. Okay. Which is a shame, really. Mm. This, the campaign itself is fun. Like, I, I don't critique the campaigns basically at all i think after i played black ops 3 and realized how much of a dumpster fire that campaign is i was like you know what <laughs> the future i'm, stuff, not, I'm yeah. not like when i first played modern Warfare 2 i was like okay this is this is fine i played black ops 1 and the twist happened and i was like wow this is this is cod this shouldn't yeah. be this shouldn't be investing me so much so i i love the campaigns because i just like a mindless schlock every year <laughs> it's what i miss so much in black ops 4 and then when 
uh, Modern Warfare came along and said, hey, here's like a four-hour campaign. Again, the campaign in Black Ops Cold War is like four hours long. It's really not that long. I was going to say, do you think um, they like, have embraced that now? Where, because last year's was really short as well. Like, it's just I think they have. And you know what? I, I don't mind that. Mm. There were moments when I kind of thought, right, is this where we're going to um, go into the next, lot, next room with loads of enemies to shoot? And that's it. But it feels like the missions are like nicely paced. It's like basically it's the Josh Brown game. It's nice and quick. There's no, there's no like super like stupidly long sections. Uh, there was one point of that that I thought felt was going on a bit longer than I'd liked it to have. But what they were doing was really interesting, and that you'll get to. If I was going to say, did you? Because um, there's but, multiple as choices throughout it. There's multiple endings. Did you find that? Did the. Did it, I feel think, like it? did it feel like you had like like an oh man if I did this this whole other thing there was happened? there was one point which is right right at the end of the game before the last okay. mission that was very much a case of you're gonna go this way you're gonna go that way mm-hmm. there were other times when you got given choices to do this or that and as far as I'm aware all I did was change the dialogue at the end it's like okay. there's yeah. like the, the the main guy the guy with the sort of the, it looks like he's wearing a wig he's got like a big scar across his face he's oh the dude that's like there Robert Redford standing he looks just it's like, like I'm like yeah. who who, what? He just looks so strange. He's like a Ken doll. In- he looks just like um, Robert Redford's character from, um, oh, Josh, what's that movie, mate? That one. Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, All the President's Men. He um, um, yeah. looks just like yeah, Robert, Robert like, Redford's character in that movie. At the end of the game, he's like talking over, or it might be Hudson. I don't know. He's mm. like talking over. It's like, this guy was captured and now he's working, now he's helping the CIA because I captured him rather than killed him. And oh, it's okay. like and stuff like that there's only yeah. one point where i thought okay this is actually going to change the direction of the game unless there is some huge like different offshoot it's not like black ops 2 it's like you capture him and then there's you kill him and then there's all you mm. let him go and then there's actually What's like it? three different endings but from what i could tell apart from the end of the game there was nothing that really led in a different direction so I guess that means that they can probably go back you. and start the mission again where you will make that decision as to right whether you go one way or the other, I might do that at some point. If I remember to, I'm not too busy playing zombies. But mm. like, it's, it's fun. The, the, the sort of the Black Ops nature, I don't know whether the, I can't tell whether the, the, the sort of Black Ops twisty stuff that you expected from the first game, uh, which is why they're probably selling it as a direct sequel, because obviously the Black Ops 1 twist is pretty famous in its own mm. right. Um, whether that came in because Treyarch waltzed in or because Graven focused on the campaign, Treyarch did multiplayer zombies. Right. So, you know, the, the flagship part of the, the game is actually still Raven. Um, whether that was there or whether that felt a bit shoehorned in, but the actual Black Ops 1 characters, I argue, wouldn't necessarily need to be there at all. Okay. It could have worked by itself, but... I kind of wondered if they've, like, not necessarily written themselves into a corner, but, like, it's not like they... It didn't feel like they were planning for Black Ops 1 story to be, like, this, all of a sudden, this apex peak of, like, oh, my God, I didn't see it coming, this massive twist, oh, my God, it elevates everything. And then Black Ops 2, they sort of went way further into the future, so they don't have to worry about continuing that direct timeline. And then Black Ops 3 is crazy, mind-melding madness. Black Ops 4 didn't even have a storyline, a main campaign. And then this is like, okay, we're going to go back and pick up some pieces and keep going. But maybe it's just too hard to continue that at this point. I think it's just, they just reference, there's references. And there were a few moments I kind of went, oh, oh, the numbers, oh. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> otherwise, that was kind of it, which is, is a shame. Like, it, mm. one of the things that, that has kind of annoyed me is the fact that, you know, do you remember back when I said this in a chatty forever ago about trailers, when we mm. first got the trailer for Black Ops 2, and it said 2025, then it revealed, revealed that Woods was alive after he mm. got supposedly blown up um, by uh, Kravchenko, I think, sure. in the Black Ops 1 campaign. And they're both alive in Cold War. And it's just okay. kind of like... That kind of like robs it of the, yeah, the reveal. I mean, of- I know we, we know that he survived because he's in Black Ops 2, mm-hmm. but that event is never talked about 
in Cold War, even right. though it happened more recently uh, in comparison to Black Ops 2. So it's kind of like a little bit loose with like where they it does feel like they just had they had a couple of spots that maybe they had like um uh some characters that could easily be replaced with Woods and Mason and Hudson and I think that's kind of what they did Mm -hmm. so it's like um yeah Josh have you found just like over the years that like how much do you still go to Call of Duty for the campaign like because I last year's one was notably short but it did tick the box and then I just moved on to multiplayer is it the same for you I I used to like like let's say say, uh, I've just um, had a word out of that. Like I said before, uh, when I kind of like fell out of love with them, but what did that weekend romp with them? Like the campaign is what I would jump in for mm. the most. Like I would get a, you know, get a takeaway and have a few bevs, play through the campaign, smash it down five hours, have a nice time. Nice. Um, but like my real investment in the Treyarch ones, especially kind of, was almost ruined by Black Ops because Black Ops was so good that I was I was mm. wanting everything after that to live up to that level. Mm. And at a point, probably halfway through the campaign for Black Ops 3, I just realized it was never going to happen again. And this mm. was not going to be the same focus for them that it was originally. Like Rich said, you know, this wasn't even properly done by Treyarch. This one, it was Raven Software who was taking the focus on it. But um, I just want them to be, I want it to be good. I want to be invested in this law again. But it's just, it's to me, it's kind of clear that's not where the um, priorities lie and it's almost there to take a box and I like that it's there to take a box I don't mm. want it to ever go because I still think even at their worst Call of Duty campaigns are a hell of a lot of fun and they're a great roller coaster ride they're like you know Michael Bay madness and yeah. you can say what you want about Michael Bay, Michael Bay but only Michael Bay can be Michael Bay you know what I mean the same way that mm-hmm. only Call of Duty can be Call of Duty a lot of mm. franchises have tried to ape it and not done it anywhere near as well so there's still a lot to enjoy with it but i think i'm just um beyond the point of really caring about the minutiae of the story and the minutiae of the timeline and stuff like that which does kind of suck i think you know track in general i just kind of want them to slow down a bit because (laughs) since black ops 3 like every single project they've worked on has been more or less a disaster like we've had these horror stories from internally about Mm. how rushed Mm. black ops 3 was about how fractured like the uh the, the crunch was and stuff, same Black Ops 4, now onto this. It's like, I just, I, I want them to be able to have like a breather and come out with something that hasn't been rushed or hasn't been kind of like chopped and changed, like something they can build from the ground up, spend hopefully three years on and be like, right, this is our proper next big project. We're not playing catch up anymore. We're not just hobbling something together to get it out. We're not just being this crisis team that Activision <laughs> calls on when things go tits up. Mm-hmm. We're going to do something properly, like how Infinity Ward essentially got the chance to do that with Modern Warfare because for a long time they were in crisis too you know after Modern Warfare 2 they lost the they did three crap games they did three yeah three pretty poor games in a row and you could sort of see them rebuilding with each one I thought but then they finally got chance and I'm hoping that after this one with Treyarch they get to that point where they rebuilt properly Mm -hmm. they can deliver something properly special because it is, I mean, it is crazy that we're this far in over a decade of annual releases of these massive AAA, big budget, really over the top games. And they're still super proficient. It's not like Call of Duty is known for its bugs. It's not like they've fallen victim to annual release schedules in the same way that Ubisoft have. Like they, mm. Activision, for as much as they chop and change different studios and take this out and rip this part out and whatever, they do manage to get over the finish line. I think this year is one of the first times that we've sort of looked at the final product and gone, okay, we can kind of tell. Um, that there was, but also, can we just tell because we knew the stories going in? Uh, I'm super curious what the you know the overall um, mass reception to this has been. I mean, I know that it lost its it's for the first time it hasn't charted in the same way um, in the UK physical sales as it, it lost like a 13 year sales streak as of mm. like 
the other day or whatever. So it's maybe, you know, people are sort of coming onto the fact that it's just not, you know, it's not as much of a call of duty as usual anyway. Um, I thought we would end on just some uh, just general sort of thoughts. If there's anything else you want to throw in, but I, um, one note I had down was just how much I feel like, and this started last year's, uh, with last year's, um, but I feel like because Battlefield is like nowhere to be seen, I've got written down here just the fire team mode, which I know was in last year's one too. Um, I think it debuted last year's mode, last year's game. Fire it team. was ground, ground, like ground war last okay. year, but it was still like a big team game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my main point is that I feel like Call of Duty, because Battlefield is just not on their radar anymore, they've, they've pulled ahead so much. It feels like they have all of these, especially in Fireteam, they have this sort of vehicle-focused mode, this large-scale uh, territory thing, which I kind of want to broach to both of you guys because I don't come to Call of Duty for that. I want close quarters, nice and twitchy, you know, I want to react to everything. I want to dive back into, into game gunplay and gameplay as soon as possible. And as soon as I'm running for five minutes across a battle, across a literal battlefield, just to get shot up the arse again, I don't want to do it. I want to just get back onto the multiplayer. So um, what do you guys think of them sort of stretching out and continuing to sort of broach that side of it, try and bring the battlefield fandom in? I guess, Josh, you're a big battlefield fan. I, I like it, Scott Tilford. I like it a lot <laughs> because I didn't, I never thought for like the longest time, I thought like there's no way COD's going to introduce these bigger modes. There's just no way. Like they can't have these big maps. They can't have these big player counts, you know, in matches. And then like last year's just proved that they totally can and they can do it really well. Like I thought the ground war mode was really underrated. Like I thought they managed to nail the sense of scale without losing any kind of sense of fidelity or sense of momentum or like that classic tight COD gunplay. Cold War tries to do the same with Fireteam and some of the bigger modes, but I think like a lot of the rest of the game is just lacking in content. Like if you play the 24-player modes, for instance, like there's three maps. In those maps, uh, <laughs> you're going to be playing versions of them in the 6v6 or 12v12 or whatever mm -hmm. um, other modes. And it's like, you, you've got something here, but it's just it's just half-assed. <laughs> it's just right. half-baked again in that sucks because there's a lot of potential. Like the fire team idea, the dirty bomb thing is cool. Like the idea of having a, a massive player count, but having these small squads of four, like battling all the zones and trying to get the uranium and implementing these kind of more looter elements that are in Warzone is, is intriguing. It's just it just feels like it's held together by a thread a lot of the time. Like it feels <laughs> like the engine is just under such stress to get everything working that when it works, it is fun, but also there's, there's a lot of jank there to kind of <laughs> overcome. But in general, like as a general kind of point is, is do I think this is good for Call of Duty? I do because personally after 13 years of, you know, playing cards every single year, I'm a bit sick of those small team death matches. I'm a bit sick mm. of, playing hard point or kill confirmed like there's a lot of fun to be had in that for me but they get those those modes get much more repetitive much quicker than they used to for me personally I yeah find i think they're, just sort of, the they're trying to do a bit for me it's like, it's not that it's a negative that they're doing it i just for me that's not what i come to call duty for i'm the guy that plays that um with team tdm or whatever no, sorry it's free for all and like shipwreck where it's like you spawn and the guy's like right there and you either shoot him or you don't and then you spawn again and go again <laughs> And like, I can't do that all day long, but I love how stupid that is. Like, just give me Twitch Call of Duty all day long. Because um, I was going to say, like, Rich, what do you think of in regards to, like, Call of Duty's identity? Like, is there more that they can do in that direction where they bring in some of the Battlefield fandom? Like, is that something that might bring you more towards multiplayer, considering you haven't played that much multiplayer recently? I don't know, because I feel like, like, I've not tried the fire team, as I've said. I've literally played, like, a game of S&D and a game of TDM, and that's mm. it um, so far. Because I've been playing Counter-Strike this year, so... Nice. As much as back in the day, back in the glory days of COD, when you played Search and Destroy, people took it seriously. Now it's just, I'm going to run in loud. Like, I hate <laughs> it. Um, trying to play S&D on the boat map, 
yeah, yeah, whatever that um, one's called. And I, oh, I didn't I do too know. badly, but it's just the fact that like no one plays it like they used to. Like when I used to when I used to play Modern Warfare Two with, with with my boys back at school, like <laughs> we, we took Search and Destroy really seriously, and so did everyone else, which was great. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know the, the bigger team stuff is something I never I never gelled with in uh, Modern Warfare, especially. I played one game of Ground Brawl and I hated it. I was like, this is not for me. And yet, this year, I picked up Battlefield Five because I've been playing that with some friends and trying out Battlefield because um, I've never been into Battlefield. And the idea of those bigger team things felt so much better because the, the actual uh, the consumer base of the product have got the, a different mindset to COD. Mm. So it yeah. felt better to play. Um, whereas like we're playing like normal COD multiplayer, uh, crossplay is switched off because I can't stand campers and I don't wish to generalize the console people, but you get it a lot more when How you're playing crossplay. You? <laughs> I'm just sitting around the corner. Sorry. Around the corner. He said, come and slap me. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I think it's cool that they accommodate for that. If people have fallen off Battlefield and gone with Call of Duty, maybe people will do with, like the annual release. Like I personally see the fact that Battlefield is every two years now. It seems mm. they take their time and they take the game not necessarily let, like more seriously, but it feels more refined when you come into it after they've had two years in the oven rather than one. Mm. Uh, yeah. Even though, yeah. even though technically it's not one year in the oven, it is you know three, two, three years for COD now, but it just yeah. doesn't feel like it because it's so frequent. But, but I feel like yeah. Battlefield One was like an event, and I think Battlefield Five. Battlefield One was huge. Yeah, and I feel like Battlefield Five was a great, incredibly solid Battlefield game, but it sort of just got completely overlooked because of their marketing and everything. I feel like. Mm. It, maybe landed a bit stronger or whatever but yeah i just like you said the the point about mindsets is is incredible like i mean incredibly poignant because it's like i like i said it, it's just for me like the mindset i'm in when i think of playing call of duty is so not what battlefield is and not mm. what something like fire team offers um but it's like that that hybrid of the two is maybe one of the most interesting directions that they can try and take the franchise in um so yes coming along on social media let us know what you think of call of duty black ops cold war or let us know down in the comments as this is one of the only podcasts that appear on the youtube channel each week and um, for now, though, I've been... No, for now, this has been our Culture Gaming Podcast. <laughs> I've been your host, Scott Taylor, joined by Josh Brown. Goodbye. And Rich Hudson. Thank you for having me. I will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.